Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. ACDC. This is Oilers now. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott joining you. The Oilers on the heels of a 5-3 victory. It wasn't always pretty. Built up a pretty convincing 4-1 lead. Let the Arizona Coyotes get back in the game. Two goals, uh, four points for both Leon Dreisettle and Connor McDavid. Zach Cassian picking up a goal and two assists. That line combining for 11 points. Edmonton improves to 14-5 on the season with a victory last night in the Valley of the Sun. 5-3 over the Arizona Coyotes. This is Oilers Now. It is brought to you daily here on 630 Ched by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Coming up, a recap of last night's game. A little bit of a discussion point around the player that's just been claimed but not by Edmonton. Uh, the Oilers are way down the list in terms of uh, priority uh, when players come up for waivers, but a guy we have talked about in the past on the show. Uh, so we'll get to our top story for Legacy Heating and Cooling. 12.35 today from NHL Hockey and Rogers for GCL Diesel. Uh, Sportsnet color analyst Louis DeBrusque at 105 today for our friends at Canadian Power Pack which is uh, Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, electrical prefabrication solar. Kevin Weeks will join us from uh, NHL and ESPN and the NHL Network. And at 1.35, uh, special thanks to Brendan Escott because we needed to pre-tape this conversation. The head coach of a team that's on an eight-game uh, undefeated streak uh, with the Edmonton uh, Oil Kings, Brad Lauer, in conversation with Brendan at 1.35. Lots of other regular day parts coming up on today's edition of Oilers Now. Here is how you get hold of us. You can reach us at any time on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline beginning December the 1st. The slot machines at the River Cree will be open 24-7. More chances to play, uh, more chances of winning, non-stop excitement on the biggest gaming floor in Western Canada. Plus, enjoy the daily dining specials at their more than 10 great restaurants and bars. For more information, head to rivercreeresort.com. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com. Our top story, we'll get to last night's game in a second, but uh, the top story brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a Legacy, Legacy Heating and Cooling. Uh, The NHL waivers move from 10 until noon Edmonton time. And uh, they've just come across, and Brendan Escott's back at the 630 Chad Studios, and there was a player that we have discussed, Brendan, that was claimed today by his former club. Bring it. Yeah, Nathan Bastian, uh, who was 
taken in the expansion draft away from New Jersey to Seattle was claimed away from Seattle by New Jersey this morning, which is disappointing for, you know, uh, at least as somebody who could have provided that grit on the fourth line. He's a big body, a eh? six foot four, two oh five plus. Yeah, absolutely. He's a guy last year that, and he's never put up big offensive numbers, but sometimes, you know, when you got a team like Edmonton with the frontline talent the Oilers have, especially if they're first and second center positions when they break up McDavid and Dreisaitl, um, you know, the Oilers' top six most nights is pretty good. Now, it's been a little bit quiet. We're going to have this conversation coming up a little bit later on with Louis DeBrusque. But the reality is such a situation is you need specified roles for bottom six players. And Edmonton desperately uh, has missed Josh Archibald. People can make whatever political diatribe and commentary they want to make on people's life choices. Um, the bottom line here is, is unfortunately, Josh Archibald ended up uh, getting myocarditis, which is a heart condition that is uh, connected uh, to, to at one time having COVID. When he completed last season, he was being tested daily, did not have it. Uh, at some point during the summer, it appears as though Josh Archibald ended up getting COVID and subsequent to that uh, had some challenges. Now, there are different degrees of myocarditis. I do want to mention that from my understanding. Um, and I'm not sure whether or not Josh Archibald can come back, but he was their best bottom six forward the last couple of years to the point that he was probably a third-line right wing, effective penalty killer. Edmonton has missed him for sure. Uh, also a physical guy, uh, had over 500 hits the last three seasons in the NHL. So... Right now, you've kind of had a rotation of five players playing on the fourth line for Edmonton. Uh, Derek Ryan, uh, who was a scratch last night, coming off a little bit of a case of whiplash. Colton Sevier, who I think's probably performed the best of the five guys I'm about to list. Kyle Turris. And then Brendan Perlini and Tyler Benson. And so I would say that Sevier's been the best of those five guys. Edmonton's clearly missed Josh Archibald. And... The dynamic that Bastian had, I think, would have merited consideration for the Oilers to at least have had the discussion about him. I'm not sure they were going to put in a claim on him. Uh, personally, I would have. Uh, it doesn't matter because New Jersey is uh, lower in the standings for Edmonton. And you always see the valuation of how an organization sees a guy when they claim him back. I mean, let's face it, they lost the guy in the expansion draft and the first chance to get him back, they got him back. And they even tried to caution uh, Maybe, you know, by signing, they signed Bastion to a two-year deal on a one-way. And some people would suggest that was a way to maybe think, uh, get Seattle to think twice about claiming Bastion. I'm not going to make, like, I, I just think you're always looking for little upgrades if you can. And sometimes a guy who's accepted his role, knows his role. I think he spent about 60 minutes on the PK last year in New Jersey. I think he's a serviceable fourth-line player. He's not tough. He's not like a super heavyweight. But he's a bigger body that's prepared to engage. He's he's certainly, you know, not a guy that's a strong technical fighter, but he can play and stand up and give your team a little bit of size. So that was an interest. I'm put it this way: I'm not surprised that Nathan Bastian was claimed today by New Jersey. They also lost Miles Wood for the season, and Wood gives that team some size and some teeth as well. So uh, they get Bastian back, and yes, if it's me, I would have contemplated looking at him. There were two players we discussed from Seattle up front. Uh, the other one was Mason Appleton, and I wonder if at some point, if Appleton doesn't consistently play in the top nine, in Seattle, whether or not a trade happens with Mason Appleton, because he looked pretty good last year for me when he was with the Winnipeg Jets. And then the other guy, which was brought up yesterday at Brian Lawton, was Carson Soucy on defense. And 
What's happened in Seattle is they got, I mean, think about it. Seattle basically got 30 players from other NHL organizations. Again, Vegas was exempt from the expansion draft. You're not going to be able to use all 30 of those players. Like I was stunned when Chicago's uh, John Quenville, former New Jersey first round pick, was claimed by Seattle and they didn't even sign him. I, I thought for sure Seattle would have claimed Ryan Carpenter and then traded his rights to somebody for a fourth or fifth round pick and got an extra pick. But it's not uncommon for players on paper that look to be fits in organizations, especially in an expansion draft setting, and they quickly fall out of favor because they've got so much depth at forward on defense, and that's happening right now. There's the two flurries that are playing and Susie. Uh, you know, the Hayden flurry's up right now. Kale flurry's down in the minors with that Seattle franchise. And then you have Susie, and an argument can be made between Hayden Fleury and Susie. Those guys are both minimum third-pairing defensemen in the NHL, and I bet you the agents for both guys are trying to get, uh, you know, trying to get those guys moved to a place where they can play full time. That's just how the business works. And Bastian, by the way, is represented by Jeff Jackson, the same agent that's got Connor McDavid and Evan Bouchard. So there's your little top star. Just an interesting little thing to watch with waivers. Basically, my attitude is always this: it's a free player. Edmonton at 43 contracts allows them to take a swing on a free player. New Jersey had the, uh, you know, was in better position as a result of being lower in the standings to get the player. I'm not surprised New Jersey claimed him back, and uh, we'll, we'll see what transpires here in weeks to come. But I don't think for a second that Ken Holland is done trying to improve the Oilers roster. Um, right now they're trying to get through the injury issue on defense, which brings us to about last night and the Oilers' victory. Edmonton playing without Darnell Nurse, huge loss, massive part of the team. One of the Oilers' three uh, leaders with Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl. Uh And then uh, no longer having Duncan Keith, who played over 25 minutes against Chicago, the first game Nurse missed against the uh, Blackhawks on Saturday. Then he got hurt early in the second period against Dallas. And Slater Cuckoo also got hurt against Winnipeg a week ago uh, today. So the Oilers without their first, second, and third pairing left shot defensemen. Nonetheless, they get a 5-3 victory. As we go to the Oilers now, Audio Vault for direct workwear. Proud to offer on-site seamstress services and embroidery. Get your workwear and have it customized all in one trip. Cam Moon was on the call last night on the Oilers Radio Network. It's a day later, and the Oilers looking to turn it around after last night's disappointing 4-1 loss in Dallas. Saved by Wedgwood, hit him in the shoulder, a 2-on-1 for the Coyotes. Here is Kessel. He'll go in front of the net, and Keller scores. He got it to Clayton Keller. He goes backhand upstairs into the corner for Drysaddle. Looks in front of the net, steps out. His pass, loose puck, scores! Connor McDavid, he hammered it home in the crease. It's a power play goal, and this game's tied at one. Well, Arizona is taking shots whenever possible on Edmonton's top players, so McDavid took a shot after he crashed the crease on the goal. Dreisaitl on the right, back to the blue line. CeCe, one time of that hit, Cassian. Here's Dreisaitl, scores! Leon Dreisaitl fires it home. Now to Dreisaitl, come flying down the right wing in front of the net. Cassian, scores! Zach Cassian hammers it home to McDavid out of the corner to Dreisaitl to the net. Scores! Leon Dreisaitl puts it home. It's a power play goal. And the Oilers are up 4-1. Now it goes over to Chickering. He'll walk in. He'll shoot. Scores! To Gostaspare. He'll put it in front of the net. Went right through the crease. It's dumped in front of the net. Gets to Gostaspare. He scores! 
Texas Bear found the loose puck, put it off the post and in. And that Oiler lead is now cut to 4-3. Keller with the puck on the right wing. He'll give it away. Lost it to McDavid. He'll skate out. Gets to center. McDavid weaves his way in. McDavid, the empty net scores! And the Edmonton Oilers will get the victory here. It will be their 14th of the season. 5-3. They defeat the Arizona Coyotes. All right, no question about it. Uh, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl reunited for the first time this year on a line with Zach Cassian. I put those lines out before the game, and, man, there was a lot of heat out there. Well, it turned out Cassian had a pretty good game. He got three point-blank looks, scored on one of those. Uh, and, again, we're going to discuss a bit of the order support scoring. Hyman, Pugliarvi, uh Ryan Nugent-Hopkins, and Connor Yamamoto coming up in our segment with Louis DeBrusque. Uh, but Cassian got one last night. And for Dave Tippett, uh, the productivity is something the Oilers can build on and around involving Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. Uh, they're really good players. They're really good players, and we have to keep, you know, they want to play to their strengths, but we have to continue to build our team around them. You know, they uh, a lot of nights they'll do their part, but we got to continue to build our team game around them, and they want to be a part of a winning team. And uh, like I say, they do what they do, but we need to we need to make sure we're playing the right way with everybody around them, them included, to give us a chance to win every night. Leon Dreisaitl had these post-game thoughts on last night's 5-3 Oilers victory. I thought we started slow and then we kind of found our legs and I thought actually for, yeah, maybe, I don't know, 45 minutes of the game were actually really good. Um, you know, we, we kept them in their zone, kept it fairly simple. Um, every line was kind of kind of going and um, obviously you need that, but, um, you know, we, we obviously want to limit those those last two goals at the end there to, to make it a tight game. It's, it's kind of unnecessary, but um, we'll learn from it and, and um, you know, get that out of our game. Zach Cassian was back with Connor McDavid and Leon Drysaddle. Here's Drysaddle's thoughts on Cassian's presence on that line. Well, I think he knows how to play with good players, right? Uh, he reads reads the game really well. Um, big body, he goes to the net. He knows where to go to to be effective and and give up, give us the room that we need um, to to make plays or create something. So, um, yeah, we we obviously love playing with him. Uh, he's a great player. So, um, you know, he he had a big night. He was really good tonight. Oilers with a lot of inexperience, three defensemen totaling under 70 NHL games played between, uh, uh, let's see, between Philip Roberg on the left side along with William Lagason inserted in the lineup his first action of the season and Evan Bouchard on the right side. Dave Tippett had this assessment on the Oilers' defense last night. Pretty solid, actually. They, you know, we're, we got a really unproven group back there right now, and they, uh, they were pretty solid. When it comes to an unproven group like that, is it just a matter of keeping it simple? Yeah, that's part of it. That's part of it. You got to not overdo things and make sure you're, you know, when you get a chance to clear the puck or make a good play, you got to make a good play. You know, we were we were pretty solid in that area tonight. Bit of a misread on the first goal against. Uh, Tyson Berry jumped up and activated. The Oilers had nobody on backside support, and Arizona sprung Keller on a breakaway. Uh, Berry did finish with two power play assists. Here's Berry's thoughts on the defensive performance last night. Yeah, you obviously never want to face uh, face injury trouble, and especially to key guys, but I think guys are doing a good job stepping up, and some young guys are getting a chance to step in and play big minutes and, and playing well for us, so I don't think we had our best effort in Dallas, and, and tonight to come in and, and play those last two periods like we did, I think was a, was a great, uh, great sign for our team. So Edmonton gets the victory. 5-3 uh, is the final score. I mean... 
Not every game is going to be a Picasso. It was an ugly performance in Dallas and a bit of a lesson. I mean, Dallas really shut the orders down to their top two defense pairings, uh, you know, Suter and Klingberg. And then Essel Lindell playing with Miro Heiskanen. The Oilers met a different team last night, not as good a team, and Edmonton's top guys just killed them. Uh, to put things in perspective, Leon Dreisettle now has uh, 20 goals and 40 points in the first 19 games of the season. The only other Oiler player to do that in the team's history is Wayne Gretzky to be at those marks uh, through 19 games. Drysaddle leads the NHL in goals, power play goals, game-winning goals. He has eight multiple goal games this season. He has nine games with three or more points. He's having a hell of a season. And he's Edmonton's second-best player. McDavid also 2-2-4 two, two, and four last night. They're the top two scorers in the league. Edmonton gets Vegas coming up on uh, Saturday. When we come back in Oilers now, off to NHL today for elite promotional marketing. It is currently 12-23 in Edmonton, and you're listening to Oilers Now. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. U.S. Thanksgiving today. Bob Stoffer joining you from uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. You know, I can remember back in the day, uh, back when I was uh, slinging drinks at a place called Moe's Sports Parlor, this day in particular was one of the funnest days of the year. The late, great Wes Montgomery used to roll in. Uh, you know, back then there was only two games in the, uh, the day, not the three games. But uh, guys used to, a lot of guys used to schedule a unscheduled day off, if you know what I'm saying, and chill and hang out and uh, tell stories. And it was an awesome, great day. So for everybody back in Edmonton, I hope you're driving safely in the sleet. I hear you could skate. Uh, what term, Brendan Escott, did you use today? It was uh, You came up with an old school one that caught me off guard. Something about an owl? <laughs> yeah, slicker than owl stuff, let's say. All right, slicker there than you owl have stuff. It. Never actually heard that one before, but I'll roll with it. As we go to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, company branded apparel products and awards, all created in-house, Edmonton-owned and operated. Shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com. Here's Brendan. I'll give you a quick reminder as well. We've got the locker room sale coming up uh, this Saturday. Yeah, we'll have uh, Daryl McIntyre broadcasting live from the sale at Rogers Arena, or Rogers Place. What city are we in? Good grief. Uh, but as well, we will be giving away, as part of that, two tickets tomorrow on tomorrow's show to any game of your choosing if you win our trivia contest. So stay tuned for tomorrow's edition of the show. NHL is off today for American Thanksgiving. It means quite a few matinees tomorrow, so we'll have plenty to talk about. Oilers are off until Saturday when they visit Vegas. That action on 6.30, Chad, at 5 p.m. The face-off show at 3.30. Josh Morrissey, find the maximum allowable for slashing uh, I think it was Alex Texier on that empty net last night. Uh, an ugly one. Max Domi sort of set the tone in that game between the two teams. He was fine for unsportsmanlike conduct from earlier when he put the puck in, pretty obviously after the whistle. Also, Nikita Zaitsev, $5,000 lighter in the pocketbook after cross-checking Timo Meyer. Bakersfield on the road against the Ontario Reign tomorrow. They'll host uh, San Diego on Saturday night. And the Oil Kings beat Red Deer last night on home ice. It was their sixth straight. W tomorrow night they're in Lethbridge to uh, take on the Hurricanes.
All right. Well, there you have it. Brendan will be hosting. Today is a CBA-mandated off day for the Edmonton Oilers. The team will fly tomorrow in the uh, late uh, morning into Las Vegas and practice in Vegas. So Brendan's got the show for you on tomorrow's edition of Oilers. Now, again, you can text us at any time at 780-496-0063. The Edmonton Oilers are now 14-5 and on the season. We'll get to some of those texts a little bit later on. Coming up on today's show, 1227 in Edmonton. Off to a global news, weather, traffic update with Kevin Robertson, Sportsnet color analyst Louis DeBrus for GCL Diesel will join us uh, after the news. The River Cree Resort and Casino brings you the best entertainment. Get ready to rock out with an amazing lineup. On March 12th, Glass Tiger will be hitting the stage. Then, on March 17th and 18th, Foreigner will be coming to town. And on March 19th, Air Supply will be ready to blow you away. See them all live at the River Cree. Get your tickets now. Head to RiverCreeResort.com. River Cree Resort Casino. Excitement. Bet on it. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.